0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the State of Wild, episode 35, a regular YouTube video web series podcast thingy. As usual, my name is Meowth, and I'm joined by Corvette Games. Corvette, how are you doing tonight, dude?
1: Hey, I'm good, I'm good. Um still eager, uh, waiting on all the changes that we're going to get very soon, but no, I'm doing you know. well.
0: Yeah, the expansion's coming out in about two weeks. We still haven't heard anything about cards and unnerves, so it's going to be an exciting couple of weeks. Uh, uh, just give me, give me the toys, man. I just want to talk about them and, and know what we're going to get. Um, so, to kind of hold us over from now until all these unnerves and new cards are announced, uh, we've got a lot to talk about today about the new VS report, uh, kind of a stats-based um, representation of what the metagame has been since Darkmoon Races. But before we dive into all that, just a reminder to leave a like, comment, and subscribe if you guys enjoy our content. It does support us a lot. Uh, so yeah, for those of you guys that don't know, Corbett and I help uh, help write the VS report. And yeah, the uh, the VS report's uh, data-driven meta. Report about the wild WoW format, one of the very few uh, that we have, uh, and so we're going to be talking about a lot of things about popularity, about power, about some matchups, anything uh, that we found that stood out to us when we were looking at all of this data. And of course, you, if you want a deeper dive uh, into all of this, right? We're going to be covering a lot of the highlights. Uh, the a link to the actual written report itself will be down in the show notes. Make sure you guys check that out uh, if you guys want to read some more uh, after we talk about all of this. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Uh, let's talk about Frequency. This is kind of where I always like to start. Uh, so lo- looking at the most popular decks at all ranks, we have Secret Mage, followed by Big Priest, and then Reno Priest. Uh, so I think this has been kind of the feeling that a lot of people have been getting for the, the past month. Um, you know, and for good reason. It's backed up by the data. Uh, but it's really, really interesting as we, you know, move into Legend. So as we move up in ranks, uh, we actually kind of see the increase of a couple, a couple more decks that... Pretty rightly so. Um, We're seeing a lot of locks. We're also seeing a ton of Darkly Warlocks. Uh, And we're actually seeing a ton of Kingsbane rogue. Uh, So, Corvette, does this kind of back up what you've been feeling that you've been seeing on ladder?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, my experience is obviously a little different because, um, you know, this is always looking at, like, all of Legend Mm -hmm. uh, compared to a little bit more narrow rank brackets, which, um, you know, sometimes you just keep playing the same person over and over, things like that. But I would say overall, yeah, of course, this is all very much lining up. Um, I I think I was a little bit surprised that the Rogue numbers, while they're not low, um, I thought they might have been, been a bit higher than what they are.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have to, I think, take into consideration that Rogue was kind of dumpster tier before Dark Moon races. I think in our last VS report, she was at like 6% popularity or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so a jump in 8% is a pretty massive amount. Um, and I yeah. think that's largely due to nitro boost poison. We'll talk about a little a little bit about that later. Um, but yeah, I mean, I never felt like rogue was by far the most popular um, outside of maybe like day one, day two, where everybody was spamming Kingsbane rogue. Uh, mm-hmm. So I wasn't too surprised by that. I it did it was nice to see that people were actually playing rogue though, because I feel like for the last three or four times that we've done a VRS report and talked about the VRS report, we're always saying. Man, Rogue is super underplayed. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, alongside Odd Paladin, obviously, and so it's kind of nice to finally see Rogue getting a little bit of uh, recognition uh, for its power powerful yeah.
1: format. And uh, this is over like the entire month of January twenty eighth to February twenty seventh. So it's sometimes mm-hmm. also easy to let like recency kind of you know some yeah. recency bias kind of take over. Like we're looking at the entire month, and so it's not just about like what you've seen the last week or so. Yeah, yeah
0: for sure, for sure. Uh, it's also been a little bit weird seeing the resurgence of Druid. So the last time we did the VS report, this was right after, like, uh, Voracious Sweeter had been nerfed, and so we had seen Druid take a plummet, uh, but kind of recently we've seen the rise of a couple of decks. I think a lot of people have been experimenting with J Druid again um, for a variety of reasons. I think the main one was the fact that it was thought of as a pseudo counter to Rogue, uh, because of all mm-hmm. the armor gain uh, and the ability to develop tempo that way. Um, and then we've also seen the rise of a deck that's you know a little bit close and dear to my heart. Uh, we've seen Token Druid uh yes. kind of rising in popularity. This is the uh gibberling, whispering woods, glowfly swarm style of deck that got Arbor up, that all it does is aim to make a board and then kill you with Savage Wars. Um
1: Yeah, I we we can save the token druid discussion. I don't want to bury yeah. the lead there. We'll wait for the power rankings on
0: We will, we will. But I just wanted to say Druid again, this was another class that was looking dead the last time we did one of these VS reports, and then the past month after Dark Moon Races, it looks like it's been revitalized a little bit, uh, largely thanks to Arbor Up. Um, I mean, and we can't do a, a frequency report without talking about Shaman Hunter and Demon Hunter, kind of like the three dead horsemen of, or the three dead musketeers, rather, of the Wild format. They have continue to struggle uh, a ton, and we can talk about maybe, we'll talk about Shaman and Hunter, but Demon Hunter maybe needs to be seeing a little bit more play
1: we have also talked about in previous reports about how sort of stacked or um, you know like how how front loaded the the classes are, where one class is seeing a huge amount of play, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of how things are looking right now. Where if you look at particularly at diamond and legend, um, four classes make up seventy five percent of games. Yeah, that's a lot, like like a lot, right? Where uh, priest, mage, warlock, rogue make up seventy five percent of the meta uh, at legend, and I think it's just over seventy percent at diamond so yeah there is like a really really big difference there and the format is very much dominated by those single uh classes
0: well i will say i mean that hasn't been very different from the past i think this is just kind of a continuation of a trend we've seen uh for maybe the past year where we've had like three or four classes representing 60 to 70 percent of the metagame for Mm -hmm. for a while um i think i will say that the balance between these three and four classes has been a lot better than it has been past couple times we've done a report where we've had like mage at 25 percent and then priest at like 20 and then warlock coming in at like 15 i think they're a lot closer at least in legend right i think diamond Mm -hmm. is dominated by secret mage um i think secret mage itself is seeing more play than any other class if i like read that graph correctly
1: um, uh, yes, uh, at yeah, Upper Diamond. Yeah. It's
0: actually yeah. kind of insane. I think people <laughs> saw the last report we did and realized Secret Mage was a good deck, and so tons of people have
1: been playing it. Um, yeah, totally it, um, it, <laughs> the, yeah the, interesting, the interesting thing with Secret Mage is that actually, it actually it bumped up by about 4 or 5% since our last report at Diamond. Mm-hmm. So it did bump up like by a little chunk, but it, it dipped by about the same amount at Legend. So it, yeah. went, it went in the opposite direction, which is uh, kind of cool to note. Well, I mean, let's talk about why that
0: might be. Let's let's, let's dive into these power rankings. Um, and so let's look specifically at the power rankings at Legend because I think this is what a lot of people look at. Um, these are kind of the best players piloting uh, the decks to the best of their ability. So in theory, right? Um, and so let's talk about it. Tier 1. Uh, so the last time we did a report, Secret Mage was by far and away the best deck in the format. Uh, and things have gotten a lot tighter up at the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have... I want to say a new face but it's not really a new face it's you know <laughs> i thought we had a nerfed we nerfed the stack uh, darkly warlock is the best deck in the format just barely right secret mage right behind it uh but i think darkly and secret mage by far in away way the the two decks in the format that are standing out of
1: yeah I, th- I think if you look at their strength and their popularity i think mm-hmm. that's totally a fair a fair take um but that said the, the performance is actually very tight not just from dark Lair secret like the other the other tier one decks we have odd rogue odd paladin and kingsbane like they're all very close together for the most part uh even uh even at those ranks but yeah dark layer warlock um you know it's at the top when you look at all of legend uh it is a you know a high skill cap deck yeah we are able to see that statistically in a lot of the matchups and the metrics that are uh, uh, VS uses behind the scenes and things like that. Um, I
0: mean, and so, we, yeah. It, can we take a second and, and talk through that for a lot of people that are like, how can you define skill level, oh, level sets?
1: Sure. Yeah, okay. Um, so there, there are a couple of ways to kind of look at skill cap, and that's a tricky question, um, and there are some traps. But the, the basic way you can look at it is with two things. One, do mm-hmm. matchups improve? as you go to high levels of play. So there's a matchup like Dark Waller, for example, um, against Secret Mage, it, at lower ranks, is that strongly unfavored? And then does it become even? Does it become favored at higher ranks? So that's kind of one way you track. You track each direct matchup. Um, and it's important to look at it like that, and not the overall win rate. Because sometimes a deck might go way up in win rate at higher ranks, but it's not because it's high skill cap. It's just because it's a better meta mm-hmm. for that deck. Um, so that's like one way you can track it. Another way that you can track it is just looking at the individual players piloting it. Does their win rate increase the more they play it? Um, and, you know, by how much uh, compared to what's normal? Yeah. So, you know, if you play like 50 games of Dark Lair, what is your like typical curve for players that are contributing data uh, to VS compared to, you know, most other decks? Um, there are some issues like that where, where sometimes players will, um, you know, players who are less skilled, Will gravitate towards certain types of decks, yeah. And players who are more, you know, are more looking for a challenge will uh will gravitate to other types of decks, and so there are some biases that they have to get around. But those are the two main, um, the main ways that you can look at skill cap and actually measure it in a real way.
0: Yeah, and so we can kind of see evidence of that uh, when it comes to Darkly Warlock. If you just look at the popularity of the deck, right? So in Diamond, I think it's sitting at 2.7% you know, popularity. Uh, and in Legend, that more than doubles, almost up to 6%. Um, so just more people are gravitating towards the deck. Uh, and we can also see that when you look at the matchup spreads, like you mentioned. Um, as as you move into Legend, Darkly Warlock, you know, supposed counters, right? Like Secret Mage, uh, like Kingsbane Road, those matchups become kind of, close to even um mm-hmm. i don't want to say favored but i know a lot of people that are in the top 10 legend would actually call that matchup favored um but yeah. the stats show that they're about even oh uh, and even just saying that compared to being super unfavored if you look at the Darklar sets like uh, at lower ranks uh it, it's a very clear evidence that there's a learning curve for darkler warlock i think <clears throat> we've had new lists uh that have come about right some people running zephs A lot of people catching on with the the ankle biter tech as not no longer being tech that's kind of core to the deck now with the the double power Mm. overwhelmings um so as the better lists have gotten more popular and people have gotten better with the deck right as somebody who has played the deck a little bit now just the difference between playing five games of the deck and playing like 20 games of the deck you can it's drastic and so i think you're seeing a lot of that with a lot of players um so yeah i mean i think darkly warlock i don't think anybody will dispute that being uh, the tier one deck, though, and yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully they they are looking at nerfs in standard uh, coming next week, right after the Masters tour. Um, and I know Broomstick is in that conversation for a potential nerf. There's there's discussion about a couple of cards, but Broomstick has always been in that discussion. And uh, if that does get hit, maybe Darkly Warlock no longer claims that number one spot. But for now, I think it's fair to say. And I don't think anybody would
1: argue that it's the best deck in the format. Yeah, I'm not going to stress too much about nerfs. We're about to get a yeah. whole bunch of new cards and yeah. rebirths. So I'm not stressing about that. Let's see what it looks like in a month or two. <laughs>
0: um, okay, and then let's... I mean, we've talked a lot about Secret Mage. I mean, mm. do, do we need to talk about it for you guys? No, like, if, it's I a think, very I strong mean, aggro deck, right?
1: Very Yeah, strong. It, it good good deck, very popular. Next.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then speaking of very popular, uh, I'm just going to... Uh, Odd Rogue and Odd Paladin, decks that have... Never been popular really because they're very straightforward decks to play and they've yeah. been around for a couple of years. Um but Odd Palmer and Oddrogue showing their strength again, sitting at uh comfortably in
1: tier one. Uh I yeah, think... Odd Oddberg kinda Oddrog popped off with the the Nitro boost. I mean that card, that deck yeah. was non existent, completely gone. And uh yeah, here it is. It's like one of the best decks in the format. And a very, very interesting matchup spread, which we uh we touched on in the report itself.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people were excited about Kingsvane, which is our last deck in, in Tier One. King'sbane is a very good deck. A lot of people were excited for that. Um but Odd Rogue, Odd Rogue for the longest time has always been like a, a tier one, tier two deck. It's just never been played enough to yeah. show up in these power rankings. But Odd Rogue I think benefits even more than King'sbane with uh with the Nitro Boost Poison, at least so it seems. Um, yeah, in our stats. All right, now let's talk about the exciting stuff. Let's talk about Tier 2. Um, <laughs> there's this weird deck that I've never heard of before sitting at the top of Tier 2. What is what is this? Mm,
1: I have no idea. Um, elaborate for me. Token Druid? Standard it. deck, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely standard deck, right? Uh, no, but this is the deck that Corbett and I have been pushing a ton. Um, again, the Glowfly Swarm, Arbor Up, Whispering Woods like <laughs> style of deck. Uh, I mean, the deck has caught on a little bit, right? It's it has a reasonable play rate. It shows up in our in our frequency mm-hmm. ratings, uh, and it's been proving itself to
1: be a very viable deck in the format. Um, it's yeah, kind of I, I I was surprised. I was surprised at just how how strong it looks. Like I was, I was really not, shocked dude. when I saw this. I was not. I, I mean, I, I felt I felt like token druid was fine. But then when I looked at Legend Power Rankings and I'm like, it's high tier too. Like, what? <laughs> really? Um, it was very, very cool to to get into all the token Druid stuff and get a lot more information on. It. I've been preaching. I've been saying that this is a really, really good <laughs> deck.
0: People need to stop sleeping on it. So to me, it wasn't, it wasn't a surprise. It was more like, damn, I told you guys. You know, when I saw it, I was really <laughs> yeah. excited. Uh, I mean, let's talk a little bit about the matchup spread for token Druid. Let's cheat a little bit. Uh, and hop over Um, because token druid it's a deck that everybody might not have played or played against Uh, and so kind of what is token druid good against in the metagame right i think the fairest way to evaluate token druid is to compare it very similarly to odd paladin right because they are both very similar styles of decks they both flood the board Um, and then what odd paladin does is it's kind of like an attrition based board control deck where token druid is get the board and the moment i stick a board i kill you style of deck so they're a little mm-hmm. bit different but they both have the very similar game plans uh, in the early game and so it struggles against decks that can repeatedly clear the board right so we're talking about priests primarily uh, when it comes to that uh, and then you're looking at decks that can keep them off the board like uh, the super aggressive aggro druids or the, uh, the odd demon hunters can be a little bit difficult or the odd paladins themselves right the fighting for board um, but yeah I mean Against decks that don't interact with the board uh, or are weak to go wide strategies like Rogue, um, Token Druid pops off and it's insanely good in those matchups.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think even saying that the struggles is sort of a little too loaded because mm-hmm. it does pretty good, like, against, or it does pretty well against uh, just about everything. Um, like, you're not going to be, there, there aren't any matchups where you kind of get completely blown out. Um, at all, so even the Secret Mage matchup, I was shocked when I saw the Secret Mage matchup into Token Druid, and it wasn't that bad, like it's, it's fine, <laughs> um, you, you lose slightly, and that is one that always felt like, I think it is just because it's such a feels bad matchup, where mm. if they hit the Flak Mage, it's just over, but yeah. guess what, maybe half the time they don't hit the Flak Mage, and a lot of Secret Mages have been cutting Flame Ward, which you can kind of see in the Secret Mage matchup table as well, where like the Odd powder matchup got you know a little bit worse than where it was previously, Um. Because, yeah, cutting Flamewater has become, like, a somewhat popular choice. Um, but, yeah, overall, Token Druid um, does really well into Rogue and handles most stuff, you know, fine. So, very cool to see something new. And, you know, a- as you said, you've been pushing that deck very heavily. Um, and it's not very often that you can kind of take credit for a, a deck popping up and kind of catching on like this. So, yeah. Mouth, uh, you know, take your credit. I, I think I think this is one of those times where you can sort of have a little bow here and say, "Yeah, I, I helped push that. I did that. I, I, did I popularized that." That's that. Mine. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. And you can't
0: see it right now, but I have like a huge smile on my face just because, like, if, you know, when your <laughs> when your kid like wins an award and you just have that yeah. like sense of pride and accomplishment. That's that's what I'm feeling right now with Tokyo. <laughs> like, I'm so happy. Um, but I'm like like I said, I wasn't surprised at this matchup spread. I think the the biggest thing is. The meta is going to adjust, right? Like, if people start playing this deck a lot more, right? As you probably should. It's a very good deck. Uh, I, I worry that it might have a little bit of that, like, um, that secret hunter, like, syndrome, where, like, it was tier, high tier, tier two, I believe, for one meta report, but it kind of completely dropped off the face of the earth. And whilst that was likely due to really poor matchups into the really good decks, and Token drew doesn't really have that kind of matchup spread, um... It, it is easier to, to counter Token Druid than something like Darkly Warlock, right? Just put the Flame Wards back in. Make sure you're mulligating for a Flak Mage against uh, against Druids. Maybe you are mm. keeping the AoEs. Um, and so I, I, I'm just hoping that, that it sticks around, I, I think, is my big thing. And, and this isn't just a fad.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think it'll do too much. And we talk about why in the report. Um, but the Odd Paladin comparison is a really good point and, you know, it, it doesn't do too much that Odd Paladin doesn't, but Odd Paladin is kind of just better. So mm-hmm. I think Token Druid's fun. I think it's very, very cool to have like another viable deck in the format that people aren't playing. Um, you know, a legitimate, um, you know, complete, I, I don't want to say meta breaker because it's not really, but you know, it's an off the wall thing and you want to be a hipster and you want to win a lot of games while doing it, then this is the option.
0: We bragged a little bit about Token Droids, so let's talk about some of the other decks that are sitting here in Tier 2, the uh, decks that we are, are, should be fairly familiar to everybody. So we've got Rena Priest and Big Priest sitting at the top of Tier 2. Um, Big Priest, I think, a lot of people were talking about it uh, potentially being Tier 1 with the in- inclusion of Hysteria, uh, but it, it's kind of struggled a little bit, um, likely due to the, uh, what is it, the increases in uh, OTK decks to kind of counter um big priest at at higher legend ranks i think we've seen a lot of stuff like mill rogues and mazaki mage had its little time in the spotlight i'll give you a little bit of credit for that one um yikes (laughs) but like in addition to that it also is struggling against stuff like secret mage uh and Kingsman, those super explosive decks that can go over the top Uh, so that's kind of why big priest is not high tier one uh and then i want to talk a little bit about the fall of reno priest i don't really know if i can call it a fall because it's been gradually declining like rolling down a hill I guess you would call it for the past I feel like four or five months ever since the um, the nurse to Polk out it's just Mm -hmm. getting gradually worse Uh, do you do you get that same vibe I know the win rates are reflecting it but
1: oh I mean absolutely I I remember in early January there was a point where I was like I hadn't seen Arena Priest it felt like in a week (laughs) Um, and so I, I think like Arena Priest as a whole um it, it's interesting to me it is still very popular mm-hmm. um but i think i think that uh it, it's definitely felt um as though it's beginning getting gradually weaker uh for a bit now so yeah yeah uh, it's still a very good deck like it's still very very good it's not one of the best
0: yeah I, I think the biggest thing that stood out to me when it came to Rena priest was and we talk about this in the report as well so feel free to dive into the the matchup spreads and everything like that um if you're a little bit more interested in this, but Reno-Priest isn't as good into aggro as we keep making it out to be, I think is the biggest surprise to me. Um, and, like, I don't know if that's because a lot of people are trying to make the combos, getting to the combos faster and more consistent, um, or what, but stuff like Secret Mage isn't a good matchup for the deck. Uh, like The rogue decks are <laughs> not very good. Like, both Kingsmane and Odd Rogue are very unfavorable for the Reno-Priest. Um, even stuff like odd yeah. paladin right i i feel like odd paladin should be like an auto win for that deck but it's not it's actually unfavored for the rena priest so a lot of matchups that you feel like historically rena priest has been
1: very dominant against no longer no longer the case so rena priest's biggest strength and you can see it in like the even shaman matchup is you know its ability to control board um, and once it kind of takes way board if a deck doesn't have great ways of continuing to push damage then it kind of just wins mm-hmm. um and so i guess like the big thing is that against like rogue and mage they have so much over the top reach um and they do have good mid game that a lot of time the arena priest kind of just collapses under all that like over the top 10 to 14 damage that the, those decks can do um you know and, and, and like basically the the odd rogue matchup has actually gotten so much better for the rogue <laughs> that really used to be a bad one um and nitro bruise is gonna made a huge difference there yeah. so yeah Arena priest they're just not quite as good uh, into those aggressive decks
0: yeah. um so yeah I, I think the biggest thing here is that people can start taking out the grizzle wizards and the finleys from all of your decks and start replacing them with like eater of secrets and gluttonous Oozes for the secret mages and all the rogues um and I think that's the big moral uh, of this story about Reno Priest. Yeah, and so let's wrap out tier 2. So we've got a couple of aggro decks up here. Uh, Pirate Warrior, Discord Warlock, always tier 2. Um, and then joining them is Odd Demon Hunter. So this is, a, is kind of what we alluded to a little bit earlier, where Odd Demon Hunter was seeing pretty much zero play. Uh, I think it was like 3% overall as a class. Um, but Demon Hunter is showing that it's a, still a very, very viable, very, very strong deck. I think mean, Odd Demon Hunter has been buoyed by Illidari's studies. I think that's proven to be a very, very strong, strong card in both standard and wild. Uh, I think getting mm-hmm. five mana Skull Gulden back in Odd Demon Hunter, no matter, <laughs> no matter the what the board state is, it happens to be a very, very good card. Um, but yeah, I mean, Odd Demon Hunter. Do you think that it can make a comeback? I mean, we've we've seen this. We've seen the three mana new card come in that gives your hero plus three attack. Should people be playing more Odd Demon Hunter?
1: I mean, not right now, probably, <laughs> like it's fine, um it's not a terrible option, but I think it's you know it's probably a little bit underplayed underplayed, mm-hmm. but pretty appropriate um but yeah, or demon is a great baseline, so like that that's a that's a class that's a hero power that'll always stick around just like the yeah. paladin, just like Baku, just like well, I was gonna say even Shaman, but um <laughs> we'll we'll get into that maybe
0: um all right, let's talk about uh I mean Reno Lock is still sitting at the bottom of tier two like it has been for the past couple of reports i want to jump all the way down here to tier four though because tier four uh this is what we normally call all of our our memes our meme decks because they're just not very good at all and i just want to trash me out all right i was trying to be a little bit nice but i I want to highlight a couple of the decks that i think have been seeing a lot of play in legend at least like the top 300 uh legend where we've both uh, been sitting that are just not very good at all right we've got odd yep. warrior we've got tonk hunter we've got j druid we've got corbett's mizaki mage and we've got mill rogue <laughs> i mean all of these decks have just been they've just been awful i i think you'll, you you said it right yep. they're, they're just awful decks um like if you want to win you should not be playing these decks right i think is the biggest thing I understand that they can be fun, and if that's what you're aiming for, absolutely play them. Do you. But in terms of just pure power level and trying to win, you should not be playing stuff like this.
1: Yeah, I think Odd Warrior might be the one exception just because it does have a very... Very polarized, spread, clearly right? defined role. Yeah, so like, if you do happen to just be queuing into just like good matchups for Odd Warrior, sure. But the other ones, like the meme combo decks... Uh yeah, the Tonkans, of the Mizaki, the Millrog, like these are just all just really bad, really bad decks.
0: And yeah. that's that's Mil Rogue with armor vendors and all like all all the new stuff. Um this is yeah. not including the deck that's popped up in literally the last 2 days with Major Domo. Um my initial <laughs> impressions is that's not going to help the Mil Rogue win rate a ton. Um I think the biggest thing is like we looked at tier 1 and we looked at tier 2 and how many aggro decks are there that are super popular in the format and so these combo decks just i think can't be that good right they just can't be that yeah
1: i I mean this is this is almost always a situation right This is like this is what happens every time where the combo deck you always feel like you were so close to turning the corner or that you had a really good shot or if you just drew this instead of this or you just had done that but (laughs) You just lose, like those losses still count. They don't count for any more or any less. Like, they count the same if you lose that way than you like, then as you, if you lose like an aggro deck. And so, yeah, these combo decks are traditionally sort of overrated um, a little bit, uh, you know. And so, it's not a surprise that you go to something like Mizaki Mage and you see that, oh, it has like a 20% win rate in the Kingsbane Rogue or something, you know. And and just when the matchups are that extreme on one end it's basically impossible to have the deck be good and break even it's just not possible like yeah
0: yeah i mean i think odd warrior is kind of like that except the matchup spreads like what it's good into is much larger than the deck mm. that it is bad like really really bad against right where if you're talking about miller or mizaki mage i mean if i just look at tier one i think mizaki mage loses to all of like four out of the five of those decks, and I think rogue loses to four out of five of those decks, whereas mm-hmm. Odd Warrior beats one, two, three, four, maybe all five all of those decks, right? Yeah. And so, I, I think the hesitation there came with uh, with Secret Mage, um, but it, it beats up on all of those decks that are super popular, which is why I think Odd Warrior is probably the well, most viable out of these five, right? And like, yeah, it's the best place. of the bad.
1: Yeah, it's the best of the bad polarized decks because it beats aggro and all these other things A targeting combo. And guess what? Wild is an aggro format. So, yeah. you know, like it's it like or an not. aggro. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, I mean, does anything else really stand out? To, I, I just needed to point that out because there's been a lot of discussion about rogue. I think specifically, in the past couple of weeks. Um, yeah. Does anything else really stand out to you here uh, when it comes to surprises? I mean, outside of Token Druid, right? That's the best surprise.
1: Um. In terms of surprises, um, I think that like Pirate Warrior is very interesting—not for its legend uh, tier, but it's actually very, very good on the way to legend. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you're in a slightly lower MMR bracket, Pirate Warrior is a really strong option because it thumps up uh, Mage in particular. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best decks into Mage, and it also handles Rogue really well. Um, as you get the even. higher, Oof. yeah, yeah. As you get the higher ranks, it's a bit more like Dark Lair, which it can have trouble with. A bit more Reno decks, uh, Reno Lock specifically. And so it dips off a little bit at Legend. But yeah, Pirate war is pretty good at lower ranks. Um, and I guess like this, the fact that layer is up top, right? Because uh, there's a lot of people that, you know, think eh, that, you know, it'll always have a, like a crappy win rate when you look at these kinds of reports. But it's not really true. Like Darklight is measured here as the best deck in the game. And if you want to assume that it can go even a little bit further than that, then yeah, you can project. But, you know, as we have it in our Legend tier list, will Warlock is the highest win rate deck. So... Yeah,
0: I mean, I the biggest standout to me was Oddberg. Um, I mean, we always have known that it's a very, very strong deck. It just hasn't been super popular. But I think the inclusion of Nitro Biz Poison has helped shift its um, its win rate against st- specifically stuff like Seeker Mage, uh, very much in the favor of Oddberg. I think Seeker Mage had, if I remember correctly, three bad matchups. Right, one of them was odd rogue, one of them was pirate warrior, um, and I don't remember what the third is off the top of my head. But uh, odd warrior would be yeah, the third. Yeah, th- that that makes sense, right? But the fact that odd rogue is good into so many of these other decks, and is also good into sticker mage because of the the new ways that they're constructed with nitro boost poisons and the cutting class, the full weapon um, style of builds,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, and I'm just gonna say like it's I'm happy. That, that's up there as well i think odd rogue and Token druid have been some of my favorite decks to play uh for the past couple weeks and i have felt like they've been some of the strongest and it's nice to see them kind of backed up in the data um but yeah so that was kind of a, a quick and dirty analysis of the vs report from Corbett and i again if you guys are interested in a deeper dive um and i highly recommend you guys check it out i think Corbett and i did some pretty good writing uh and interpretation of all this data uh, totally not biased at all but you guys should all check out the uh, the vs report Uh, you can just google vicious syndicate wild report it should take you there or you can find the link down in the description below uh let us know down in the comments as well uh what decks you were surprised by or or what decks that you think uh should be seeing a lot more play let us know down in the comments below what you think about this meta report uh yeah and then the next two weeks we've got some pretty exciting stuff hopefully right i'm assuming they're going to be starting reveals soon uh but we have the unnerf announcements coming soon we've got forged in the baron card reveals coming soon so lots of stuff to talk about in the next couple of episodes uh so yeah i think this is one of our final taste i think of the probably the last time we're going to be talking specifically about the the dark moon fair meta game. Yeah. so i mean do you want to take a little bit to reflect upon like how did this meta treat wild do you think
1: yeah i, I think just being reflective of things um the current meta i think is better post the the mini set than it was yeah, before absolutely but at but at the same time we're all just kind of sick of it <laughs> because <laughs> like like I, I think like in you know, a vacuum it's better but i i'm personally very burnt out i haven't played wild very much in the past like three weeks or so because i'm just waiting um but yeah overall so what do i think um I, i'm not sure like again we we, we got stuck with darklay like, we'll look for a very long time um i like that like Odro came back and made a resurgence and the token druid thing is just like a reminder as always that you know there can be these underplayed decks that are solid even if they're not like completely top top super insane um they're still a very very good decks and so you know keep some keep an eye out for stuff like that in the future that's always a nice reminder uh on the whole
0: yeah i think dark moon races like you mentioned dark moon races didn't do a ton for the format itself like the the main expansion Outside of the huge buffs to Secret Mage. Um, but yeah, I think Dark Races, I have been super surprised by the the injection of thirty-five cards shook up the wob meta a ton, right? I think before Dark mm-hmm. races, a lot of people, rightfully or wrongfully, were complaining about like a three deck meta, right? Where they were complaining about Rena Priest, they were complaining about Secret Mage, and they were complaining about Dark Glare. And I think what we've seen is if you look at Tier 1, you look at Tier Two, those decks Even though they are in distinct tiers are very very close uh in power level and in win rate and i think what we've seen is a compression uh, of the gap between all of these decks which i think makes Mm -hmm. for a more maybe not you know unique metagame right there's still the same decks that have been there for the past you know year or so but i think the fact now that you are seeing more than two or three decks on ladder is nice right and you're seeing eight or nine viable decks that you can climb with and so I think Darkmoon Races at least has done a ton for the format. I think don't I don't think Darkmoon Races or Darkmoon Fair itself, right? The main expansion <laughs> yeah. did a ton. But I mean, right now I am I'm I'm fairly happy. I am also at the point though where like I don't want to play a ton a wild because I just want to see all the new stuff and play with all that now. But yeah, I I, I will say I think the thirty unnerfs I think is going to be like the impact of like four brand new expansions because it's going to be so many powerful cards potentially getting re-injected yeah, in format.
1: It's, it's going to be insane. Like, the the amount of change, right? Like, the core cards that are changing. Um, So, you know, there's a whole bunch of buffs to random stuff in there. We're getting an entire expansion. We're getting all these reverts. It's going to be kind of hectic. It's going to be like, yeah, like you said, maybe like two or three expansions, I think, just sort of jammed into one. Um, So that'll be weird. It'll be really weird. Like, Wad is going to look completely different, probably, than what we've seen. And yeah. so that'll take a long time, probably, to figure out and to Which sort of nice. get get everything and yeah, yeah i'm just really looking forward to it so yeah it should be fun in a few weeks
0: yeah so i think we're gonna shut the door on darkmoon races and darkmoon fair uh in terms of this podcast i know we've got a couple weeks to the expansion but hopefully we're gonna be talking about a bunch of new stuff for all of this podcast <laughs> so darkmoon races adios um, but yeah that'll be it for our podcast today i hope you guys enjoyed the discussion about the vs report again make sure you guys check out that report down in the description below uh And of course, if you guys want to uh, listen on the go, make sure you guys check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all your podcast distributors. Uh, We appreciate all of you guys for checking us out there and sharing with your friends. Uh, And speaking of friends,
1: Corbett, thank you so much for joining me today.
0: Uh, Let the people know where they can find you.
1: Uh, Yeah, guys, you can find me at Corbett Games on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. Um, Like I said, though, I'm not going to pretend that I'm streaming a lot right now. I'm really not. But let's see how we go in about two weeks. It's going to be really, really exciting uh, once we get kind of everything Everything in the future.
0: Uh, And you guys can find me on Twitch and YouTube and all that kind of good stuff under the same name. Get me out. Uh, We appreciate all of you guys for watching, and we will see you guys next week. Later.